G'day punters, victims of the punt time, Randwick, heavy track, cold winter, it's wonderful. Mark Sheen, Mark Roden are here to help me find a few winners. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you, uh, just give us a latest update on the track conditions and then also what the weather's looking like outside. Uh, well, a very cold day on Thursday and uh, drizzling rain through the day and night, so uh, we've got a clear day this morning, heavy fog and then cleared up to a clear day, but uh, doubt there'll be much improvement, but... It was uh, Arctic like here yesterday, so all the climate uh, changes. <laughs> I don't know where you put that in a too hard basket, maybe. <laughs> Coldest uh, day in 35 years or something. Jesus. All right. That sounds exciting. Um, Mark Roden, what does that mean for the truck then? Um, yeah, three metre position. Just the, the last three meetings in a three metre position over a range of track conditions. We had 28 races, only three leaders won over that 28 races, and only four winners out of the 28 were fence and run, which uh, is a lot lower than, you, than you'd expect for those positions. Um, so I think those, you know, two and three wide line is fine, uh, and even midfield is fine. You know, I don't think you ever want to be last. Yep. You want to be backing horses and get back to last, but those that are fairly handy midfield or off midfield probably get their chance tomorrow with decent speed. Okay. Well, let's have a look at the quaddy. We'll start with race six, the Racing to Win Handicap. Open race over the mile. In terms of the market, Kerwin's Lane is 370 best available. Brutality, 420. Order again, $6. Royal Celebration, 7 Opacity is 950 Those are your chances in single figures. Mark Sheen, anything to kick off the quaddy? Um, I do like uh, Brutality here getting back to the 1,600 metres. I know Kerwin's Lane was very impressive beating Ellsberg uh, at Rose Hill the other day, and he has won on a heavy track, but uh, that was at, at Canterbury, which was uh, a massive rails in run advantage that day, which is where he was. And he's got a couple of other failures on wet tracks, one day where he probably wasn't ridden all that well, and another day at Rose Hill where he got lapped. So... Uh, slight question mark there, but I suppose uh, he'll get a good run. But I just think Brutality hasn't got any failures in the wet. Um, he gets back from 14 to 1,600 metres. And that run uh, at Gosford was, you know, that form has been frank with Brandenburg and Nudge. So um, I think he's the safest play in my eyes. Uh, Kerwin Zane, obviously, you know, if he handles the ground, we be very hard to beat. Or again, uh, Ramwell at Scone and be much better suited on a, on a wet track here. So... They're the ones I've got to down to, but uh, going with brutality for me, number 11. Okay, Mark Roden, your early thoughts there for race six? Yeah, I thought there were three chances. Uh, same three as Mark and same three as the market, really. Uh, look, I'm going to... I want to be on Kerwin's lane, but the, the heavy track, if it is a genuine heavy, is an issue. He's uh, by Charm Spirit, which is... Um, Madam Charm won a Kendall on a heavy track that... Uh, couple of weeks ago, but it's not a mad wet track style by any means. And as Mark said, his, his standout performance on wet track was at, at Canterbury, so that's got to have a question mark on it. Brutality certainly the wet tracker of the three. I don't know that barrier one, as I mentioned in my sort of preamble, is going to be much good. We certainly in, um, appreciate the condition of the track, but whether he's in the right spot, if he's back inside at all, might be an issue. And I was quite taken with order again's run, and he, he is... He has run well on heavy track. So I reckon he's shortened up a bit this morning. Sort of getting closer to my price, unfortunately. But probably have something on order again and monitor the track for Kerwin's Lane and uh, take it from there. 
Okay. Uh, race seven is the Bob Charlie. Listed race over 1,100 metres for Toos. Is favourite at 460, narrowly from Wunderbar at 480. Ballistic Lover, 550. Adalong, 650. Then you're out to Embracer in Viridine at $10 each. Mark Sheen, anything there in the Bob Charlie? Uh, yeah, it looks to be a solid pace with Ballistic Lover drawn uh, wide. Should come across. I think Adelong and Embracer will be there. Adelong should end up with a, a good uh, position here. Probably will settle down third. Wonderbar just in behind it uh, for Toos in a you know in about fourth or fifth. Found this a tough race, but um, I, I like the runs of Adelong and Wonderbar the other day. Um, the Wonderbar's obviously going to be suited by the heavy conditions. Adelong's got uh, two good wins at Rose Hill. On wet ground as well. Normally takes a few runs to hit a peak, and she did hit a peak the other day, so that's the way I'm going to play it. Five from seven. I don't know what to make of for two. She's got a failure um, on a heavy track where she was run down. Admittedly, it was 1,200 metres, though, but she didn't really savage the line that day, so I'd be prepared to risk her at the price at the moment. Okay, Mark Roden, what are you doing with Ballistic Lover here? Um, yeah, I... I have to. I have to look. She's off a peak. It was a. It was just. A, it, it. It really looks like an outlier. I'm sure they'll be riding it the same way again. Um, take no prisoners from the front. But whether I mean that was a. It was a huge figure for her. Uh, whether she can back that up up to open company remains to be seen. If she does, she's right in it. But I think I'll just take the risk um, against her. Uh, there's a number of ways you can go in this race. Look, I'm, I'm giving Fatur's another chance. Um, she was completely unsuited the other day. Um, she gets a good run here. She's got a couple of switches I like. As far as the wet's concerned, yeah, she hasn't really ticked that box yet, but she's by deep field. If she, if she, if she's a deep field who actually wants dry, she'd be the first. Um, so I'm going to get look. We'll know after tomorrow. She has, has every chance and. It looks like the wet's been the cause of her defeat tomorrow. We can probably stamp her, but I'm going to give her one more chance. Uh, the other one I'm giving, look, he might be past his best now and he's not attractively weighted, but um, could be a chance for Viridine's last hurrah. He's just been going. I mean, he was okay in the Goodwood. Obviously, been running in better races than this uh, during his last couple of preps, but you go back to last winter, he could win uh, this track with 61. Um, this time last year on a very wet track. And then backed it up with a second to Jungle Edge in the Monash at Caulfield. That you know that that sort of form would put him right in this and at double figure odds. I'll give him one more chance to find his best form on wet ground. But uh, as we've said, there's a few different ways you can go here. Okay, race eights on the program is a benchmark 94 over 1300 meters. Dream Circle is current market elect at five dollars, but then you've got Mirror Vision at six, True Detective six fifty, Tricky Gal seven, Enchanted Heart and Grand Piano at eight dollars each, and yeah, it doesn't end there. To be fair, uh, Mark Sheen, any any stab here in race eight? Uh, look, I think this is the toughest race of the day. Personally, um, I'm I'm not over enamoured with the race. Um, I've got Dream Circle on top for the record, but, um, you know, he's won twice. Can he win three times in a row? Probably the odds are against him doing that. He's drawn barrier number one. Mark's a bit hesitant about that uh, inside draw, so we'll know, of course, by race eight whether he's going to be in the worst ground or in the best ground. Um, eight on top, but, I look, I, I did said I spent an hour on this race, and I don't think I'm any the wiser, so <laughs> put, put a pen through me for this race, I reckon. Okay, Mark Roden, any, uh, any joy here? 
Um, oh, it's, it's open. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to take a short price about anything. I can make a case for Grand Piano coming back from Brisbane. That was a pretty high rating race. He um, just went down uh, narrowly to that thing in the St. Michael's profit. Um, look, I had Nash on up there. It's, maybe that was a, a Nash real world peak, which is certainly a thing. Um, loses Nash tomorrow, but Despite being by Lord Canelara, a Japanese sire, who better on dry, he's, he went on a heavy 10 as a younger horse. Yep. So we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. And if he backs up that figure from Brisbane, if Brenton Abdullah can get him to repeat it, he's right in the race and he's about eight bucks. So, if, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably back him, but they might be surprised if he gets beaten. There's a lot of chances. Okay. He's a, it's a funny horse, isn't he? Because his first couple of trials, this preparation looked like he was totally gone and uh, yeah. he just jumped out of the ground since he's gone back to John Thompson. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yes, yeah, I mean, he couldn't keep up that first up run at Rose no. Hill. Um, and he wasn't much better his first run at Gosford for John Thompson, but that was... Look, I mean, he's done two preps ago. He was, he'd shown the sort of form that he displayed last start in Brisbane. So there is a precedent, but he's got to be taken on trust a little bit. Well, that brings us to the last, which is a benchmark 78 over 1,400 metres. Blondo is favourite at $3.10 from Canasta at $4. Cisco Bay is $6.50, and then everything else is double figures, starting with Criminal Code, which is 11 Mark Shane, we obviously spoke a bit about Blondo last start, and he went under as favourite. What do you think of his chances here in race nine? Look, I think he's probably got a better chance here than he did last week because, or last uh, run, because he was staying at 1,200 metres, which was a distance that he hadn't won previously, and he was able to win first up, and he stayed at that trip. So um, I, I think he just was a little bit dour in the straight. So it looked to me like 1,400 metres would probably uh, be up his alley, but whether you'd, you know, you'd run over broken glass to take about $3 Blondo, that's another matter. Obviously, I think it'd be hard to beat. I think Cisco Bay's flying, but it's come up with a, a dreadful barrier here, although it might turn out to be a good barrier if they're swooping uh, from the back of the field. But I think if he gets any luck in the run, um, he'll figure well. His trials have been fantastic. He went to the paddock uh, racing really well. He was, well, uh, poorly ridden, I think, in a couple of races there at Randwick where he should have nearly won. And uh, he's got great wet track credentials. So... If you can run on from the back, I'm going to back uh, Cisco Bay and cut out on Blondo. That's the way I want to attack race number nine. Okay. Mark Roden, for yourself in the last. Yeah, I've come up with those two and um, Criminal Code as well. Um, who's done it with, is an unknown quantity on the track. But, uh, yeah, I think Cisco Bay's oh, appears to be flying, judging on his trials. And they've been solid trials too, good hit out. So that should give him some sort of fitness base for a first up run on a wet track. But, yeah, he's the one um, – he's the most attractively priced horse in the race, to my mind, although it has shortened. I think Mark's knocked our price off here. Um, it's been about 8.50 into 6.50. But I, I still think 6.50 is a good price. Criminal Code, sensational run first up. Just incredible last 200 and last 100. Um, at a trip that looked unsuitable. Um, probably still wants a bit further than this. And as I said, um, we don't know him on, on ground this wet. Um, but at double-figure odds, just off those figures, you can first up and put out something on him. And, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably $3 doesn't look like value to me, but I think it's the only other chance in the race. I don't like Canasta in, in this setup. So I'll probably want to not lose on Blondo, just save on him as favourite, and back the other two for results, those being Cisco Bay and Criminal Code. 
Okie dokie. Okay, that brings us to the end. Uh, we'll run through any other plays you're having on the card, best bets, value bets, lay bets. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Um, well, I thought brutality was probably the best way to go in race number six. Uh, look, the, it is very tricky through winter here. You, you're guessing how the track's going to play a little bit, especially in, uh, in Sydney. They don't seem to rain. Uh, these tracks don't seem to be very consistent. Um with their patterns, unfortunately. Look, I thought Zing on the backup in race number five would be hard to beat. She didn't parade that great last week. Still looked a bit rough in the coat to me, so I think that hard run uh, will certainly stand her in good stead in race number five. So they're the, they're the two for me. Very interesting race, the first, the two-row. We've got uh, two horses scratched from Brisbane to stay in Sydney to, to run on the heavy track, so that's an interesting race as well. But my bets are Brutality and Zing. Okay, Zing currently sitting at $3.40 mark here on Friday morning. Mark Roden, your best players on the card. Yeah, I want to bet in that last race, as I mentioned, with Cisco Bay, Criminal Code, and maybe dropping out in Bondo. Uh, and I'm uh, against Mark, I thought Le Chevalier, uh on wet ground, third up up from Melbourne for Mara and Eustace, would run a race. Um, look, it's got our Bailas on it, who I've... It's well documented. I'm not his biggest fan, but just looking at his stats, I mean... He's got about a 7% strike rate over the last 12 months, but about 35% of his rides have been for Anthony Cummings, who has an even worse strike rate than him. So if you look at his strike rate for better stables like Joe Pride, um, John O'Shea and Maren Eustace, it's actually, he, he's actually profitable to back. He doesn't have many rides for them, but you can just break up that, that cummings Bales combination. It's not, not, not as disastrous as it first looked. So I'll take the pun on him in that race as well. Okay. What do you think of Ravina Mark? You're going back there again, race four? Um, not at the price. No, it's a bit skinny, isn't it? Look, it's, it, it, look if he comes in, I'm happy to watch. I also thought Bellucci Babe was sensational last out as well. Um, so I think he's got some opposition. I think it falls away after that. But um, at Did Shake Old run Tron, there or Brisbane? Uh, is it staying in Sydney, Shake? I don't, I don't know if it's scratched yet. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. But, um, I thought it might be a big improver getting back on the heavy Shake. Is it drawn in as well? I might well have it's drawn one, so yeah. It's, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll burn a few races by then. Um, look, Gravina, I, I can't back him at a dollar ninety-five or close to even money. But if he comes out and wins by three or four again, then we've got a group horse on our hands. If he can back up what he did last time, then um, as I say, we've got a good horse on our hands. But you just don't have to take evens to, to find out. Yeah, very interesting data horse that one uh, for the entire card. We'll wait and see what uh, what it throws up there tomorrow. Thank you to you both for your time. Uh, we'll catch up next week and we'll preview the meeting next Saturday. See you later.